During Black History Month, it's customary to honor Jackie Robinson for integrating baseball. It's also a time for remembering Negro League legends like Josh Gibson and Satchel Paige. Often overlooked, however, are the contributions of Willie Mays, regarded by many as the greatest player in baseball history. There was a reminder of Willie Mays' greatness when he received the Presidential Medal of Freedom at a White House ceremony last November. When President Obama presented the 84-year-old Mays with the honor, he said, it's because of giants like Willie Mays that someone like me could think about running for president. Besides Mays, there are 10 other baseball players who received the Presidential Medal of Freedom. Of the 11 medalists, six are African-Americans. Hank Aaron, Ernie Banks, Willie Mays, Buck O'Neill, Frank Robinson, and Jackie Robinson. The remaining five are Yogi Berra, Roberto Clemente, Joe DiMaggio, Stan Musial, and Ted Williams. While I was happy to see Willie Mays receive the Presidential Medal of Freedom, I wondered why it took so long for Mays to receive the honor. Mays had such a spectacular baseball career that in 2000, the Associated Press, Sports Illustrated, The Sporting News, and ESPN named him the greatest living player of the past century. He was also voted the second greatest player of the century behind only Babe Ruth. Charles Einstein's critically praised biography, Willie's Time, first published in 1979, made such a compelling case for the historical significance of May's life and career that it was nominated for the Pulitzer Prize. One reviewer praised the book as a document of the crucial role of baseball in the civil rights struggle and a skillful and loving picture of Willie Mays as the archetypal athlete of our time. Only 20 years old when he made his Major League debut, Mays won the 1951 Rookie of the Year Award in his first season with the New York Giants then went on to become a two-time National League MVP and a 20-time All-Star. He led the National League in home runs four times, and when he retired in 1973, his 660 home runs were the second most in baseball history. Mays was also the most spectacular center fielder of his time and one of the greatest in baseball history. In the 1954 World Series, he made an over-the-shoulder, back-to-the-infield catch that many regard as the best defensive play in World Series history. Over the years, it became known simply as the catch. Beside his remarkable talent and accomplishments, Mays had an infectious enthusiasm for the game. Known as the Say Hey Kid, he would often play stickball on the streets of New York before heading out to the ballpark. His influence on America's youth, including Barack Obama, extended through the terms of five presidents from Harry Truman to Richard Nixon and spanned American history from the Korean conflict to the Vietnam War. Willie Mays made his debut in the major leagues in 1951, four years after Jackie Robinson integrated baseball. But the complete integration of baseball was still a painfully slow work in progress. When the Yankees and Phillies met in the 1950 World Series, there were no African Americans on either team. It wouldn't be until 1956, when the Red Sox finally placed an African American on its roster, that every major league team was finally integrated. Because of Jackie Robinson's dominant role, in the integration of baseball, it's easy to overlook the contributions of Willie Mays to the game. While Robinson played with a fierce pride and became more and more outspoken on racial issues, Mays, rather than challenge baseball, charmed the game with his enthusiasm and joy. In the process, he inspired generations of African Americans to dream of someday playing big league baseball. This is Pete Peterson for Reading Baseball.